Be'ezes Hashem Yisbarech. We will continue what we are learning in the Holy Letters of the Balatanya, letter number 12. The Shia is the Shchus Rufu Shalema Fahinda Bastabarachal. Well, we are learning this holy letter of the Balatanya, letter number 12. And uh, we are culminating this deep, fascinating journey deep into the essence of compassion. And we are explaining in the most profound sense, the, some of the deepest, most mysterious, and almost secretive concepts that are in Hasidic philosophy that are the beginning of the Torah of the Messianic era. And as we are learning, the Holy Baal Shem Tev, when he made the transmigration of the soul, when he made Aliyah's Teshama, Rosh Hashanah, and he asked Mashiach, when Mashiach is going to come, Mashiach told him, when the wellsprings of your, the fountain of knowledge of your Torah, the new inner dimension of Torah, well, we know that the Balshemtiv learned with Achia Shiloini. Achia Shiloini is one of the people who are still alive today. And he learned with the Holy Balshemtiv for 10 years the inner dimension of the Torah. And he gave the Balshemtiv the mission to share this with the Jewish people. And just like and this managolos of the Mitzrayim. The Yidna suffered for 210 years. And that suffering, the way the Holy Balatanya explains it in Torah Or, that suffering refined them, refined the ego, and allowed them to be at peace with each other, allowed them to be in a tremendous sense of interaction, of appreciation of the revelation that was going to come to them at Kriyas Yamsuf. This idea alone is replaying itself now. So we've discussed at length the core of the sin of the Chetet Tzadas, that we are 6,000 years, the essence of the Torah the essence of the six days of creation, the six days is to refine our six energies, our six emotive faculties. We have our kindness and our judgment. And then we have the one who combines them both, which is compassion, the core of our heart. And then we have the way that that's expressed to another person. And those are the six midois, chesed, vura, tveres. 
the right side of the heart, the giving part, the receiving part, and then the one that mixes them both together. That compassion, the one that creates the feeling for another person, the interaction for another person. So we have the chesed, which is just about me giving, the gvura, just about me judging, and then to mix them both together, to judge, but to give, to interact. If I see a poor man coming to the shul, and I just give him a thousand dollars, there's no relationship. If I see a poor man coming to the shul, and I decide not to, to ignore him, there's no relationship. But if I see a poor man coming to the shul, and I listen to him, and I judge him, and I wonder why he doesn't have, and I ask him, and I interact with him, we've created a relationship, a relationship of compassion. But that relationship is a culmination of six energies, not just chesed and gvura, and then compassion. Because compassion is just a feeling in my heart that I want to suffer with him. But I have to actually move towards him. I actually have to integrate. I have to actually do an activity. I have to move my feet. I have to move my whole energy towards him. So even when we're talking in a level of emotional intelligence, as we said, the eyes are the heart of the face. The two eyes, the right side and the left side. With your right eye, you're looking at everyone kindly. With your left eye, you're judging everyone. And with your nose, you're breathing in the breath of life, which gives vitality to the right eye and the left eye, which forces you to combine them two and to judge the person, but to judge him favorably. And when they are done in entire unity, in the inner dimension from Hasidic philosophy, then there's a different eyes and nose. There's a different, some people judge, they knock away a person, they judge a person with their nose. And some people, the nose is a tremendous sense of compassion because it reminds them, breathe, they breathe in life and they realize that they're equal to their fellow. But even if you look at a man with emotional intelligence, with true zivik pnimi, inner emotional intelligence, tremendous compassion, even if you look at somebody with tremendous compassion, and your eyes shed a tear for him, and your nose breathes in the breath of life where you realize that he doesn't have what I have only so I could give him. It's wonderful. But you haven't started a relationship with him. You've internalized a fire that's maybe never ending and everlasting. But until you smile to him, until your netzach and your hoid and your soid, until your emotional intelligence is brought down to the torso of your face, until you start the interaction, the interaction is that smile. You know, the emoji, the emoji is not just the eyes and the nose. It's the lips. What are the mouth expressing to the person? Before you even say a word to him, how are you bringing your emotional intelligence down to communication? You, your soid and your malchus, your brainstem and your mouth are going to bring out all your feelings. But you have these six midois, the chesed, gvur, and tferes of intelligence. So your brain is chokhmah, your brain is bina, whatever it is, your man or woman, that's your intelligence. But your chesed and ferris, your kind eye and your judgmental eye and your nose, which is the core of your heart, the core of your emotional intelligence of your face, that's how you suffer with him. That's how you judge him. That's how you feel him. That's how you decide to give him. 
But that's still emotional intelligence. He doesn't know anything about you and him. He doesn't know what you're feeling. It's true that you need that compassion in order to give him. But how are you starting to give him? Your netzach and your hoid is your two, your lips, your two cheeks, those two. My netzach is my overwhelming desire to share with him, to smile to him, to make him know that I know him. And it's that smile that the child waits for. The acknowledgement, the validation, the empathy. So it's not just the eyes. The eyes could shed a tear and the nose, but without the mouth smiling, without the frown, without that, without that tremendous empathy, without the feeling, the bringing down of the emotional qualities to communicate a force, without bringing that out to the person, they remain in isolation. And these are the six midois of life, the six days of creation, the 6,000 years, each one a different energy. Because it's not enough to compassion. The compassion must come into action in speech, in your mouth, and actually intelligence. It's not enough that you suffer with the person. You have to tell them words of validation. And how are those words going to come out? If you don't bring them down, this trickling process of the two eyes and the nose and to suffer with him, but then to actually smile to him, to share with him, to show him that ponim sechokois, that ponim irois, to savor ponim yofes. The Rambam says somebody who gives tzedakah with a beautiful, with a, with a countenance, with a mefaisoi. The comforting starts with the savior ponim yafas, with a beautiful smiling face. That smile is not your eyes and your nose, that's your mouth. That's the netzach and your hoit, the splendor and the majesty, the endurance to bring down that compassion, but not the netzach and hoit that bring a general compassion. We're talking about an intimate, internal compassion, a smile where the person sees in your face that you're that you've become his friend, you've known him, you've started a relationship, and then the words that come out of such a mouth, the words, whether it's a man or a woman, that empathy, the tremendous validation, the understanding that's come with a smile, a smile that could light up a person's life. That's the most magical thing in the world, and that is the whole idea of these six energies. Of course, they start with the intelligence, the Chochman bin Adas, which is deep in your brain. And the Chochman bin Adas is the Torah, it's the Eitzachayim. It's the Shabbat. It's the day. It's before the creation of the world. It's what Adam and Tava even got after they sinned. They went into Shabbos. And Shabbos is Chabad. Shabbos is the Aliyah. We go up into Chachma bin Adas. Chachma of Hashem. The Bin of Hashem. The Das of Hashem. What is the Chachma bin of Adas of Hashem? The Chachma bin of Adas of Hashem is that I want there should be compassion. Kos of Rachmana. The whole Torah is. That I'm going to create six days. I created the world with the Torah. The Torah is the Chachma. But the whole purpose of the Torah is that there should be Rachmanus from the first Ois of Bereshis to the last letter in, in Pasha's Devarim. The whole secret of the Torah, what's the side of the Torah? Is that there should be Rachamim. There should be these six Midois. Oh, Rachamim is only one of them. No, Rachamim is the core of the six. You have Chesed, Avinu, you have Yitzchak, Gvura, but then you have Yaakov, Yisrael, B'nai Yisrael, the culmination. You have Netzach, Hoid, you have Moshe, Aaron. You have Yosef, Yisoid, but then the ultimate is Malchus, the ultimate is Davar HaMelech, the ultimate of all the Sheveroyim. All of them are one thing, to bring compassion into a deeper level. Each Midah, to, you facilitate and unite compassion. That is the purpose. The purpose is to bring Yaakov Avinu, Yaakov. The whole goal is that Yaakov Avinu, Nitzute Shel Yaakov, that Yaakov Avinu, 
is Nizgala in every single Jewish person that Avraham Avinu and Yaakov Avinu and every single Jewish person becomes the purpose. That is the ultimate purpose. That's what Mashiach is going to bring into the world. And this explains the holy Balatanya is the magical idea of Chassidic philosophy. That just like 210 years, the Jewish people suffered. And they suffered only to be able to create compassion. Meaning to say that Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov were perfect. And Yaakov was the ultimate perfection. But then Yaakov gave birth to 12 Shvatim. The 12 Shvatim gave birth to 70 souls. And then the 70 turned into hundreds of thousands. And how do you make all of them B'nai Yisrael? When you say Shema Yisrael, you don't only talk to yourself. You're talking to B'nai Yisrael. You're talking to Israel. Israelites. You're talking to the whole Jewish nation. How does the whole Jewish nation become Yisrael? How does the whole Jewish nation become Yosef, Yaakov, Abraham? How does that happen? And for that, you have to understand the secret of the whole entire Torah. You have to understand the story of why the Torah doesn't start with Achoydesh Azalechem. The Torah starts with Horatius to explain to you the tremendous problem with man, Odomarishan, Chava, as we explained extensively, and the Nachash. That as soon as you see the body, you say the body reflects God. So how can God be one, and I could be one, and you could be one, and we all be one? How does that happen? And that is the point of compassion. It's only through compassion. Artificial intelligence could unite the world, but only the Jewish heart to melt them or the Slavavchem. It's only, it's only our love for each other that will eliminate the blockages in our heart that will allow us to integrate into one Species, one Bnei Yisrael, one Kiyish Echad Belev Echad, Barcheinu Avinu Kolano Keachad, the idea that we should become one nation under God. Melech HaMashiach is going to have one job. She'in Agavav El Hashem El Kod only to bring us all that we should all be underneath God in unison. How could that happen? If me and you and our odds with each other from our body. And that's what the Holy Balatanya says. That the Jewish people, all the hundreds of thousands of Jewish people, they suffered. But they didn't suffer. They didn't suffer in the iron furnace for nothing. They suffered to understand that to have a body, to have an ego, to have these six energies run loose in your animalistic inclination, to have them run loose. It's the story of all of our lives, starting from when we were little and we're saying, this is mine. And we're fighting with our little brothers and sisters with a little katna samoychen, starting from the little idea. As soon as I discover myself, myself wants to rule and my, my soul gets trapped by myself and all types of machloikis and all types of competition and gender wars, all types of issues, me, me, me. And to discover that I am here for you, the me, my me is here to serve you. And the Jewish people, they were all not they came from Avraham Avinu. They came from Yitzchak. And primarily they came from Yaakov, Yisrael, Yosef, and Yehuda. They came. But they all had to become B'nai Yisrael. The greatest revelations happened to every Jewish person. How did that happen? Did it happen in a vacuum? How did they shecht 
the Mitzrim, the God of the Mitzrim. How do they, how were they ready to do that? Because they suffered a tremendous amount of suffering. And this suffering was a refinement. We should never have to suffer like we learned in Laskil Chabina. That suffering wakes up a person to his life. We should never have to suffer. But there's no question that the Jewish suffering of the last few thousand years is much more than what the Jewish people suffered in Mitzrayim. And the Holy Balatani explains what is the point of this suffering. The point of the suffering is just to get to compassion. When we become, when we have sometimes children that are not religious or when we ourselves fall, it's only so we should eliminate judgment. So should we suffer with another person? When we lose our money, it's only we should know that we're dependent on Hashem. To live a life of compassion means that my ego will not be a contradiction to your ego. Because if you suffer, if you come from a place of paucity, if you come from a place of complete emptiness, you're not secure in your religion. You're not secure in your spirituality. You're not secure. Don't believe in yourself until the day that you die. You're not secure in anything. If Hashem doesn't protect you at this minute, you don't have money in your bank account. You don't have spiritual money. You don't have anything in one minute. The Kohen Gadol became a tzeduki. In one minute, a person could lose everything from a certain sense of arrogance. So the Holy Balatanya explains that real compassion means to suffer, but you don't necessarily have to suffer. It means you have to suffer with another person. You have to eliminate the ego and not be secure in yourself. And he says that the Jewish people went through tremendous actual physical suffering to what? To witness three things. To fix the Chet Etzadas. The Chet Etzadas happened for three reasons. Reason number one was the snake. The snake embodied the body of the bodies. The nudity of the body. The snake was Arum. It wanted just to, to idolize, to worship the idol of the body. And it saw Chava, who was a reflection of Adam, who Adam was a reflection of God. And he saw Chava and he said, you are the body of all the bodies. He wanted Chava. And therefore he gave him the food. He gave Chava the food that will focus on the body. And Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, they rectified this. But then their children had to rectify it also. They had to witness it in the macro. They had to witness what the nachash, what the ego does, what all of our egos do, what all of the mitzrim do. And the mitzrim are the nachash. You understand their whole, the crown of their head was the snake. Moshe and Aaron come with the snake. The stick turns into a snake. It swallows up the snake. The snake that lives in the water, the alligator, the snakes, the whole idea of the mitzrim symbolized the snake. And they lived the life of the Nile River with a snake, the whole entire snake philosophy, which is to idolize the body, to idolize it. And then that crushed. After the Jews suffered, the Jews always served the Shemayim. They served the Abishur. They always knew that even though rain didn't come, they knew that the core of everything is God. And my body's here to be a temple for God. And even they suffered, even they broke their bodies. Egyptians worshipped the body. They worshipped the snake. And in the end, they were drowned by the body. They were drowned by the water because they only served the water for pleasure. But the Jewish people understood from the heavens we drink water because the heavens represent the heaven, the kisei. The reason why we get water from the heavens is because because all of that energy is the energy of life from God. 
And we have to pray to get rain. Like all the Mauritian prayed, Rashi says. And this is the tremendous idea that the Jewish people witnessed three things. Number one, they watched the, the, the destruction of the ego, of the snake, the decay of the Mitzri. The Mitzri is the bondage, the boundaries, the bondage of my body, to idolize the body. Then they said, we're not our bodies, we're not Mitzrim, so what are we? There's so many years in Golos that they came to Yis Yamsuf. They came out of the water, they came out of the womb, they discovered their souls, they discovered heaven. Everything was split to the core. They discovered their souls. And now that they discovered their skulls, at Matan Torah, they were able to discover the body. They were able to discover the desert. Really, the water, the water turned to dry land. And in the dry land, they saw the water. They saw the heavens. They saw the souls. They saw the Jewish people's really strong. So what's Matan Torah? Matan Torah is, Kosov Rachmana, Matan Torah is, I don't want... Heaven, for the sake of heaven, I want you to know what heaven is, but I want you to bring heaven down to earth. I want you to know what water is, and I want you to bring it into the desert. I want you to make me a garden in the desert. You're going to be barren. You're going to have an ego. You're going to have temptation. You're going to suffer. Suffer from number one, from the judgment, first judging each other. You're going to grow up in a state. But you're going to know the moment of Martin Toyota, they saw the purpose of the body. Yes, later on, they made an eagle from it. Right away. They went to serve to make ego. They saw the Pnei Shor. They saw the beauty in the animal. They saw the beauty in, 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 in the body. And right away, there were some that tried to corrupt it. And we do this all the time. We make logos and egos out of our businesses and so on and so forth. We try all these forms of idol worship. We laugh at them, but we're doing the same thing. But the whole idea is that for my logo to serve you, for my ego, for me to surrender my animal, for me to discover the selfishness so I can give it to you. It's not that we fight. It's not that Avram Avinu, that Hashem wanted just Avram Avinu. He wanted people will have an animalistic inclination, will have an ego, will have a taste in the food, will have a tremendous yearning for wealth. But all ultimately to discover that all of that wealth is not a contradiction to you because I'm here for you. And that's compassion. That's compassion. That's chesed and gvura both become rachamim. And rachamim doesn't remain in the eyes that you shed a tear. It comes down to a smile. It comes down to nice words. It comes down to an action of giving a coin to a person. It comes to an action to actually physically suffering with him. When you become one with him, you eliminate boundaries. You eliminate shame. You eliminate it, but you physically do it. You bring down the racham into netzah, hoid, yusoid, and malchus. Those are four energies of activity, of coming down one level to the next level, to the next level, till it actually happens, till you become one. And it's like this in life. And it's like this in every area. And this is the secret of the Balshemtiv. The Balshemtiv came and he said, just like the Jewish people in the end of Golos in Mitzrayim, through doing, through shechting the, the 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 God of the Egyptians, through doing the Damila, through putting, through listening to a few different things, through doing Chesed with each other, like the Chofetz Chaim brings down, through loving each other. Little things, they merited to watch when the clock struck midnight that all the firstborn, even the firstborn idols crumbled, disintegrated. They merited miracles beyond. And they thought that was the most magical experience, but that was just watching the ego die. But to discover the souls in the most majestic way, they never imagined. Just like Yosef Atzadik never imagined he would own Mitzrayim. And they never imagined Matan Torah, the third ultimate revelation. And so too, 6,000 years in Golos, the suffering of thousands of years of Golos, we don't imagine what's coming. 
But the Gilui of the Baal Shem Tov, the revelation of the Hasidic philosophy is that now in Golos, the idea is not just, not just to witness the miracle that's going to mean, but to bring it in that a nation of 15 million people, empty people, empty nonetheless, paucity, paucity in spirituality, paucity in intelligence, but rich in compassion. To live with this idea that even we don't have the intelligence of the great giant prophets, and even though we don't have the love of God the way the great holy tzaddikim had, but we could inculcate chassid remains the same, compassion remains the same. And if we truly realize that my wealth and my ego is okay, if it's here for you, then we can tap into this idea. That is what the Holy Baal Shantif said. The mission is that these wellsprings, this is the reason why we spent a year learning this letter. Because when the wellsprings of your knowledge of compassion, of the inner dimension of the purpose of life, when that wellsprings become known to everybody, then the messianic era will be ushered in because you have ushered it in by yourself. You understand? You have to usher it in by yourself. You have to create this harmony from within. Right after you Shvat, the Rebbe said that the difference between this Golos and all other Golos is that we're going out of Golos or even of Shalom. We're going to have this peace that he's talking about over here where the people, where there's, there may be wars on the outside, but internally there's going to be a peace because we're going to make peace with the ego. Because my ego is not going to be a contradiction to your ego because my ego will serve you. And when we inculcate that idea, when we understand that the secret is not to discover this when Mashiach comes, we're going to tear our hair out of our head because we'll wish we could do another act of compassion because we will lose our sense of free choice. Because when the truth is revealed, there's no more free choice. And that is the most magical thing in the world. And that is what the Baal Shem Tev was told by Mashiach. That it's you. That you are going to allow your children. Your name is Yisrael. You represent Yisrael Baal Shem. You represent Yaakov Avinu. You represent Yisrael. You represent compassion. Yisrael means compassion. Yasrael. To make the kindness real. You will wake up the Jewish nation. And that Jewish nation will eventually inculcate and integrate and inter-include and study these ideas of true love. And it is that love, just like the love was the culmination of the suffering of 210 years. And just like we suffered with the Holocaust and so many inquisitions and all different types of things. But the final act of redemption is through the Nachshem and Aminadavs. It's through the people who will actually integrate and inculcate and, and make it their light's obsession to love each other compassionately, to eliminate the labels by Jewish people, to eliminate all boundaries. That idea is to bring compassion real. And of true that the messianic era, we will only study compassion and we will only look back in history at compassion of all the generations and we will see the miracles and the Torah Hadashah will be a new idea to see how the Jewish people created a new Torah. They created with their life, living this life. They've created, they brought in a new energy into the world. They, they made a new hybrid of physical and spiritual. They've tapped into the creative potential of Knesset Yisrael. And they will live with that forever. But it's our generation, it's us that have the ability to realize that we have wealth like nobody ever had before. But it's not for us to hold in our bank account. It's for us to inculcate 
And for us to cultivate compassion in the most profound sense and to use the money as a vehicle of expressing the core of the Jewish heart, which no artificial intelligence can create, but it's only me and you. It's only when we realize that the buck lies with us, that the revelation of the Messianic era is a transformation of our hearts and our hearts of loving each other. When it's Ki'ish Echod Echod, when it's Eina Gabba Vel Hashem Kod Bavat, when it's Shechina Shruya Benayim, how could there be Yishkino Hashem if we're at odds with each other? But if my ego is not at odds with your ego, my body is not in contradiction to your body, my logo is not in contradiction to your logo because all of it's for you. When I discover the essence of compassion, I've rectified all the six midos. I've rectified the 6,000 years of generation of, of, of Gullus. I've rectified the six days of work. I'm able to come now to Malchus, to Shabbos. I'm able to come. I'm able to bring Rachamim into Shabbos. I'm able to bring Tferes into Malchus. I'm able to bring the compassion into activity where I've unified, where I am me and I'm the only one and you are you and you're the only one and we could all coexist together. We could all be the only one because we discover now oneness we're all one. We're all the same. And anything that looks separate from you is only so I can give you. Only so I can have something extra to give you. And that is the most magical thing in the world. And to discover that now is the call to action. Because the Messianic era is up to our activity. And the Holy Lubavitcher ever said that the main obsession with compassion, that's up to our generation. Because we're the ones who are going to usher in the Messianic era. We're the ones who are bringing in the spiritual technology, the spiritual idea where all hearts can become one. And all Jewish people can become so refined that they can operate as one B'nai Yisrael. And when you say Shema Yisrael, you understand that Shema Yisrael includes all the Jewish people. Not only your minion, not only your shul, but all the shuls together. And to understand that is the essence. Then the Ebershah will dwell, not like where he dwelled in the base Bayashani. But the way he's going to dwell in Bayashlishi, where all the Bnei Yisrael is going to feel like they're one. There won't be no Jew that doesn't feel like he's the purpose. There won't be one, one Jew that won't feel that the Tferes, the Rakamim, the Yaakov Avinu, the Yisrael, that he's the Yisrael. That is the ultimate revelation of the Messianic era. But it's to live like that now will usher in and will allow us to experience this in the Messianic era.